Have you ever thought, how do I flip that switch that makes me actually take action instead of allowing myself to get distracted, unfocused, or procrastinate? Or maybe you found that you can make plans all day long, but actually following through and doing them is a different story. If so, you've probably wondered just how you can hack your motivation and self-discipline in order to get more done. Can I be honest? If you're focused on needing motivation or self-discipline in order to get more things done, you've already lost the battle. Both of those are fleeting and they're not going to help you in the long run. But the good news is I'm going to explain why and share what you actually should focus on instead. But because I'm a nerd, I'll also be sharing what you can do to hack your brain into not necessarily being motivated, but at least get it into a more productive mode. One of my favorite classes in college was literally about the psychology of our brains and how they work, and I love any excuse to nerd out about it, so let's go ahead and do this. You're listening to episode 52 of the Chasing Simple Podcast. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey, sweet friend. Sorry to pause the episode, but this will just take a quick second. I know that you're here because you want to simplify your business so that you can find more work-life balance. And I want that for you too, only I know that sometimes when we're already overwhelmed, the idea of simplifying can feel overwhelming in and of itself. First, you've got to decide what exactly it is that you want to simplify, then you've got to learn how to do that, and then you can finally actually implement. But that's a lot, right? Which is why I've created something to help take the first two steps and the pressure off of you. I made a free quiz that will tell you exactly where to start simplifying your business and how to do it. All that's left for you is implementation. Then you'll have more space, time, and mental freedom to keep the simplifying snowball going. Want to take that quiz? I know that you do. Just head to amandawarfield.com forward slash quiz to take this fast and free quiz now. Based on your answers, it'll tell you exactly where to start, and I'll send you some help on exactly how to start in that area. So hit pause Head to amandawarfield.com forward slash quiz and start uncomplicating your life and biz today. I get asked this question all of the time. If it's not my most asked question, it's definitely top two. And here's the deal. 
if you're trying to rely on being motivated to get things done and self-control and self-discipline, well, you're only harming yourself because motivation is not always going to be there. And if you're only getting things done when you feel motivated, you're never going to get anything done and you're going to be so inconsistent showing up for yourself. But then on the flip side of things, we've got this self-discipline approach of, well, I just have to force myself to get things done and I'm going to make it happen and very authoritarian, but constantly pushing yourself to get things done when you don't feel like it. Well, it's only harming your work. You're going to be putting out content and resources and client work and everything you do is going to be so mediocre because you're forcing something when it doesn't feel right. (laughs) And you might be thinking, Amanda, if I can't only work when I'm motivated and I can't really follow self-discipline, what the heck am I supposed to do? Well, it's all about balance, right? It's all about finding that happy medium of working when you're motivated and also learning how to work when you're not, but also knowing when you should take a step back and when you should push forward. And frankly, it's not black and white. I can't say these are the times you should rely on motivation and these are the times that you should be self-disciplined. But I do want to talk about some things you can do to help yourself get to know what times are best for you and what aren't. So what we think we need for motivation, we think we need to be inspired. We think we need to really feel it in order to be motivated. We think that we need deadlines. And if we can just put some hard deadlines on ourselves and put our back against the wall, then it'll be okay. But realistically, internal deadlines, they don't really work. It's really easy to tell ourselves, no, I'm not feeling that today. It's fine if it takes a little bit longer. Which is why external motivation and deadlines and accountability is so important. So if we don't need inspiration to be motivated and we don't need deadlines, what do we need? We need self-care. Because frankly, if you're so burned out that you can't find any motivation and you can't struggle up any self-discipline, it's probably time to take a step back. If you're not regularly immersing yourself in self-care, well it's going to be hard to get anything done because frankly, running a business, it's exhausting. It is mentally, emotionally, physically exhausting because it's all on you and there's a lot of pressure. And that's not the only thing you're doing. You're probably also running your household, being a spouse, being someone's daughter or sister or mom. You have a lot of hats that you have to wear and Running a business is just kind of the cherry on top. If you are not intentionally carving out time for self-care every single day, you're never going to feel that motivation to get things done. And it's going to be really hard to force yourself. You also, you always need to know the next right step. Because frankly, that giant to-do list that you have that you are just kind of throwing darts at to figure out what to work on next, you're numb to it. Because you're so overwhelmed. When you look at all the things that you need to get done, there's so much on there and it it is so overwhelming that you just think, okay, well, there's a million things I need to get done. I don't really feel like doing any of this though because you've numbed yourself to it. Instead, if you always know the next 
right step, just like Anna and Elsa in Frozen 2, if you always know the next right step, it's easy to take that step forward. It's a lot easier to tell yourself, okay, I'm just going to sit down and record this podcast episode, this one episode versus, oh man, I've got to do all of the April episodes and I've got to edit them and I've got to do the intros and the outros and I've got to record the ads and I need to write the ads and When you look at a long to-do list of all of those things to do, of course you're overwhelmed and of course you become numb to it. And of course it's hard to motivate yourself to get working. But if you can say, okay, I just need to sit here. I've already outlined my episode. I just need to record it. That's all I need to do next. That's the only thing I'm worried about. It is a lot easier to get into work and to do what you need to do. And then the other thing that we truly need for motivation is accountability. Now, again, internal accountability really doesn't always work so well. A lot of people will say, I need my back against the wall. But if you're only accountable to yourself, your back's never going to feel against the wall. I cannot tell you how much more my... I don't want to say productivity because I hate encouraging this whole gotta get productive idea, but the amount of things that I get done has skyrocketed since joining a mastermind and having a coach and other women that I was accountable to and saying, I have to get these things done before we meet again. Having that accountability to a coach, a sisterhood, a mastermind community, any kind of community is going to be so helpful for motivating you to sit down and get things done. So if we don't need inspiration and internal deadlines, but we do need self-care and knowing the next right steps and having true accountability in order to sit down and be motivated, what else can we do? You might be thinking, okay, Amanda, I get it. I, I can do those things. I can take care of myself and be more intentional with my planning. But honestly, I still feel really overwhelmed. And frankly, I need to get work done. And I don't know how to force myself to do it. So I've got three things that I want you to start doing. One, work with your energy levels and your unique schedule. When I'm working with clients, we always, always take energy levels into account. And This is super important because if you aren't working at the times where you feel most energetic and most awake and most productive, you're going to struggle so much more. You're going to be rolling a giant boulder uphill instead of pushing a snowball downhill. Work with your energy levels. Do you have the most energy? Are you the most clear-headed in the morning or at night? Are you the most energetic and ready to get things done on Mondays or Wednesdays or Fridays. Knowing what times of day and what times of the week you are most motivated and you can get even farther into this and look at your cycle and look at what times of the month you're most productive and plan around those things. That is what you need to be paying attention to so that you can plan accordingly and work with yourself instead of just, okay, every day this week I need to sit down and I have to work five hours. I've got to 
got to have the self-discipline to get all of this done and I've got to work for this long. Instead of doing that, work with yourself. Work with your natural instincts, your natural capabilities, what you've got going on. And then you've also got to take into account your schedule. If you're a mom and you know that you've got young kids, well, maybe the getting up early, even if you're most productive then, just doesn't work because they're going to get up too. So maybe you sleep in, you give yourself that self-care, and you decide, okay, I'm going to stay up late. It's not when I'm most productive, but because the kids will be asleep and they won't be interrupting me, it is when I can be the most productive in this season of life. If you have not listened to episode 35 with Ashlyn Carter yet, all about seasons of life and routines and knowing that all of your routines and your systems and your schedules that they have an expiration date. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you listen to that right after this one because it's so important and it's so central to everything that I teach. But know that for right now, that might be the most productive time. Even if it's not working with your energy levels necessarily, that may be the season of your life that you're in. And taking both of those things into account, your energy levels and the season of life that you're in, you may have to come to terms with the fact that I cannot be as productive as I would like to be. I only have about two good hours after the kids go to bed, and I really wish I could work more and I could squeeze more in, but I just don't have the time. And frankly, if I had those same two hours in the morning, I would get so much more done in them. But because my energy levels are not working with me, they're working against me, I don't have that. So recognizing that and recognizing where you're at in your life, in your current season of life, and what you can realistically accomplish, you're going to be able to get so much more done because you're being realistic and real with yourself. Now, the second tip I have is that if your plans aren't simple enough or they're not clear enough and you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to struggle to get motivated. So how do you make your plans simple and clear? Well, you take that long to-do list and you don't try to work from that long to-do list. You decide what is the one project I want to work on this week? What has to get done this week? What are urgent priorities that absolutely have to get done this week? And pull those into a separate to-do list. Then you ask yourself, okay, what one project would I like to work on this week? What excites me? What one thing would I like to move forward on? And pull that over into a this week's to-do list. Do not look at your entire to-do list as a whole. I really, really, really recommend that you take that to-do list and you pop it into a separate Trello board or project management system of some kind and then have a daily to-do list that only has three things on it that you can work from at a time. Because if you haven't sat down and said, okay, what's urgent? What do I want to work on? And for each of these, what is the first step? Break it down even farther than that. Say, what is the very first thing I need to do? And put that on your to-do list for the next day or for the current day if you're making your to-do list before you get to work. Break it down and ask yourself, what is the one next step I need to take for each of these things? Break it down as far as you can. And that is going to help you get so much more work done because you have a clear, simple path forward. And then the final tip I have for you is to create routines around work. So one thing you can do for this is to always work in the same space, whether that is an office, 
that you have in your home or whether that is just a tiny table you've shoved into a corner for this pandemic time period. Do not work on the couch. Do not work in your bed. What you want to do is you want to create this repetition in your brain where every time you sit down in that one place, your brain thinks, all right, it's time to work. And it gets into that that place, that mindset of work and you know, all the science behind it, you're creating neural pathways where your brain connects that particular work spot with that particular activity. Have you ever thought about why you might not be sleepy, but you get in bed and all of a sudden you get, you fall asleep really quickly? Or have you ever thought about why you were really productive and motivated, but the second you sat down and on the couch, you got really lazy feeling? It's because your, your brain has created these neural pathways, the, this, recognition from all of the repetition of the activities you do in those spaces, it creates these neural pathways that say, okay, we're in the bed, that means sleep. And so if you're trying to work in bed or you're trying to work on the couch, you're interrupting these neural pathways and your brain is saying, well, this this is the bed and I I normally sleep here. So now I'm working, but I'm getting kind of sleepy too. And I'm not getting as much work done. But also then on the flip side of that, when you try to sleep at night, your brain's like, wait, but I thought we worked here. I thought this was what was happening here. And so then you can have trouble sleeping too. Same thing with the couch. You sit down and you probably get a lot lazier on the couch than if you were sitting at a desk or someplace that is designated for work. So have a routine around where you work. And then also have something special. Maybe you have a special candle that you only light when you're working or you have special slippers that you're wearing while you're sitting at your your desk or your workspace while you're working. I have a heated blanket that stays in my office and I get to pull out when I'm working. It's little things like that that can make the experience more enjoyable, make you more excited to sit down and also create more of those neural pathways of, oh, okay, I've got this candle going. This smell is triggering my brain to say it's time to work. The heat on my lap is these cozy slippers, whatever the case may be create signals to your brain that say it's time to work. This is my work zone. This is my work time. And when I sit here and I do these things, this routine means it's work time. Doing that is going to make it so much easier to get into the rhythm of working once you sit down and do it so that you're not just relying on being motivated and you're not just relying on self-discipline. So to recap those three tips that I had for you, one, work with your energy levels and your schedule. Two, Make your plans really, really simple and really clear. Know what your next right step is. And three, create routines around work. Work in the same place every time. Have something special that will trigger those thoughts in your brain of it's time to work. Doing this will help you so that you don't have to rely on that motivation. You don't have to rely on self-discipline and that you work with yourself in order to be able to get more done without that gotta force myself gotta put out mediocre stuff because i just need to get this done we want to get away from that mindset so try implementing these three things and then your action step for this week is to head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash quiz and take the simplify your biz quiz (laughs) i don't know if that name will stick but that's what we're going for right now but take my new quiz that i've created to help you get started with simplifying your business. There are so many different things that you can do 
to simplify your business. And frankly, you're already overwhelmed if you're needing to simplify. And so I don't want to overwhelm you more by giving you this long list of things to simplify. So instead, I've created this quiz that will tell you based on what you've got going on and where you are in your business, what you should start with first. And when you start simplifying, it's like a snowball. The more that you simplify, the more you have space to simplify more things. So I'm helping you by telling you exactly what you need to do first, and then you can continue to snowball from there. So again, go to amandawarfield.com forward slash quiz to take that quiz now. That's your action step for this week. And I want to know what you got. So be sure to either shoot me an email with your results or send me a DM over on Instagram, okay? And then this week's book recommendation is Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. And this is fiction. It's kind of like a little sci-fi, but not really. But basic, well, I don't want to give anything away. But it's really great, and there's a lot of time traveling happening and time hopping, but in a really fun and light way. Nothing super heavy sci-fi like some sci-fi novels can be. So highly recommend this one. If you want to check it out, the link is in the show notes. You just need to go to amandawarfield.com forward slash 052 to check it out. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.